Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. We are here with Mr. Lab Code Agents. Probably one of the best um, real estate converters I've seen uh, in terms of just freaking talking to people and having clients connect with him. And um, he, what we're going to talk about today is something, I think this is probably one of the most important issues in the industry, uh, Tristan. And what we're, it's about connecting and converting, right? Because there's two types of agents. Um, you either can convert or you can't. <laughs> that's, what this, that's what this business comes down to. So without further ado, let's inter, uh, introduce our guest today. And um, I think you've tested probably, I'm going to assume, every marketing platform on the face of the existence within the country. So I think, <laughs> I think we're going to pull from like the best and the worst and what you've learned from that. And I think our listeners are really going to get a good... Uh, insight on how to connect and ultimately convert. So without further ado, please meet our guest, Tristan Ahumada. Nice. Did I like I it? it. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Cuevas. There we go. So you just found out I was Mexican. We got this whole Mexican thing going on. All right. I love it. Tristan. Love so Tristan it. is the uh, um, Lab Coats agents. If you guys aren't part of that group, join it. There's over 60,000 real estate agents inside of it. You get a lot of good content, a lot of good uh, value and it, you guys should definitely look at joining their new blog they just released because it's like having a free real estate marketing course every day of the week. So, um, Super, thank you, Tristan. What's up? Tell us who well, you are. Tell everybody where you're from, where you at, and then let's get right into it. All right, I'm Tristan Almada. I've been in the business for 14 years in real estate out of Southern California, in particular Los Angeles County and Ventura County. Those are the two counties I work. Uh, I started off with Century 21, then moved over to Keller Williams and then started a team. Now I run a team of 15 agents, all in both counties. So mixed here and there. Our expertise is online lead generation and online lead converting. That's our expertise. All right. And so you have 15 agents and are you the rainmaker, can I call it? <laughs> or how does this... I'm at the top to organize it, keeping yeah. it together. Uh, but I've got three team leaders that are kind of the, the ones who run the team for sure. for us. So you're running a business, okay? You're not a typical realtor stuck in the mon Saturday, Sunday, nine to five grind, go to an open house, squeeze in church, come on out, out later and then figure it out, right? You're <laughs> actually running like a business. Life right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're running a business. Now, you know, um, the most important part of this business is the ability to get business, right? And, um, you know, what I want to spend this call on is, is talking about the conversion process. Like, um, you do a lot of stuff online. Let's, we'll dig into a lot of those different things you're doing, but um, you either can convert or not. Like, here's, here's what I want to get out of today's call. There's two agents, right? Two agents buying Zillow zip code, and they're both buying the same zip code. Same leads, yep. two totally different results what the fuck happens, right? So what happens is one person can talk, one person gets caught with a deer in headlights every time they get a, oh, there's a lead on the phone, holy shit, this is my, this is my mortgage payment, right? And they scare oh, the shit right. out of themselves and then they end up fucking it up and they don't get anything done. But yeah. the person that converts talks about their dog for 15 minutes, right? Yeah. They, they talk about their kids, they talk about, they find some mutual, mutual uh, stuff they have in common. So let's go, let's start with that. You know, I think what? it's important to, when you're talking to people, you've got to be able to connect with them. Uh, and the more you understand personalities, 
the better it's going to be for you. So you, you get to talk to so many different people. I mean, you were in, you're in the business. Yeah. You, you get to talk to so many different people and you hear somebody that just calls you and says, look, all I want to do is I just want to see the home, right? I don't care what other homes you've got on the market. I don't care this or that, right? So you've got to adjust to that. If you have somebody who says to you, oh yeah, you know, we're coming from Virginia, we're moving and my mother lives here and my grandfather, and then she's talking forever. Yep. You better be prepared to sit on the phone for 20 minutes at least, yep. because if you don't, you're going to lose that person. So you really have to adapt to the person's personality that you're talking to. And I think that's the biggest misconception we get is that you're going to treat everyone the exact same way. Yep. And that's where you start losing clients. Now, what do you recommend for that? How do you talk to someone's personality? What do you recommend? How can, how do I get better at talking to first, personalities? First, you have to understand the personalities. You know, you can, you can have a, what is a 35,000 view from above and say, okay, let's break it down into the four major ones, right? Yep. Which is the driver, the analytical, the expressive, and the one that's kind of more quiet, right? They call them the, uh, what is it? The, the kind of like the introvert, yep. kind of the S, the steady one. Yeah. Uh, those are the four. So you've got to identify what do each of, each of them do so you're able to connect with them. As you start seeing, wow, you know what? The driver really just wants the information. They just want to get right to the point. Their biggest fear is being taken advantage of, right? That's the driver's biggest fear. So then you start understanding how to talk to them, what their biggest fears are. So then you're able to connect with them at a deeper level. You know what's going to happen? You're going to start connecting with your wife and kids. Better. Better it's so funny you say that. Here's how we're talking about this, correct? Yeah. All right. Disc training, folks. If you've not taken disc training, freaking take it. You're exactly right, Tristan. So I used to be a broker owner with Exit uh, Realty, and they have nice. their they have their nationals in uh, Toronto. So I was in Toronto for broker owner training, and nice. um, they have a great disc trainer, and she was teaching disc, and I'm like, holy shit! I made it in the industry nine years before I've ever learn disc right so i'm just like i'm like holy shit this is making a lot of sense right this is just makes a lot of sense so i'm sitting next to i forget who it was but it was some lady another broker owner she's somewhere from the midwest and my wife texts me right my wife's like mike i'm sick my d personality is like so go fucking take some medicine you know what the hell you want me to do about it i'm trying to make a living for us honey let me be leave me alone what do you want me to do i'm working my ass off i'm in toronto it's fucking freezing out Right. And so, but so the, the lady next to me sees what I'm and this is in a disc training, mind you. So the lady sees next to what I'm typing. She's like, are you really, you're like, you're not sending your wife that, are you? I'm like, <laughs> like what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm not, yeah, I'm going to send my wife. That. I don't have time. I'm trying to pay attention. She goes, no, you have to tell her like it is this. Right. And she told me to, so instead of me saying, go figure out a fast answer, which is how my brain works is, was tell her, give her a solution. Go tell her to go warm up the bath, put some bubbles in it, all right? Go get some tea and put some lemon in it, all right? And then the, the cold medicine is in the second drawer up here. So I, I end up typing out a paragraph. The difference in responses, because I spoke to my wife's personality versus my own, um, was, oh, my God, honey, you're so sweet, as opposed to, hey, Mike, you're an asshole. Yeah, that's very. And ever since that day, I dude, it's it's been life changing. So sorry to cut. It's 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 so funny you say that because it. That's perfect, dude. Yeah. You gave a perfect example of how it works. I think a lot of the times when you have newer agents or just agents that are just they think they they know how to do it and they've got their systems down, they're missing a huge opportunity with with conversion because not only do your texts sound all the same, your emails, your voicemails, your video. 
your calls, everything that you're doing is just targeting one type of personality. Correct. So uh, you've got you've got to be able to try to get, you know, if you do have it automated like we do, we use Agent Legend, we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we try to have a system that's automatic, try to include as many of those personalities as possible in that. And that's that's where the challenge is right there. Interesting. Because you don't know what you're going to get in when you're running mass leads. And, and you're coming from, um, and just so our guests get, you're coming from the online world where you're, it's a numbers game, right? So it's a matter of, um, and, and here, here's the thing. You said two really good points. Folks, there's a difference. There's two skill sets here, all right? There's a difference between creating leads, but creating leads is a different skill set than actually converting them. Yeah, right? you, you've got to have both. You've got to have both. And a lot of times, like, you'll see, you see it all the time. Like, I want to run Facebook ads. It's like, before you start running Facebook ads, you need to know how to talk to the people you're going to talk to first, right? You yeah. can't put the, what's it called, the cart in front of the horse or the horse in front of the cart, whatever. It's the same fucking concept. And I'm just yeah, like, it dude, it's not hard to talk to people, but you just have to do it. And you're right. You do it through authenticity. Now, here's another thing, people. And Tristan, tell me if you agree or disagree with this. The first 15 to 25 seconds you have someone live on the phone, that's when the conversion is made. Oh, yeah, totally. They're already judging you based on your your tonality and the words that you're using, more so your tonality. Absolutely. So you come in and you're like this monotone person. And and I mean, look, there's some monotone people out there, like what, 10% of our population or so. Right. But if... If you come in and you're monotone and they're super excited and either a driver, they're going to be like, who is this guy? Or yep. who is this lady? Why <laughs> exactly. don't I talk to them? And if you guys think about this. Like, think about you. Um, let's pretend we're going on. Let's pretend you're on vacation. Okay. Let's say you come visit city of Chicago and you sign up for one of those boring architectural tours of Chicago. Now, this is a four hour tour. In the first five minutes to two minutes, you're either like, sweet or fuck, what did I sign up for? Based upon the tour guide's initial tone and tonality of it. You're like, this is going to be fun? Or, oh my God, what did I sign up for? And regardless if the guy ends up being good, it's already ruined because you already judged him and you're going to pre-assume everything else going forward. Exactly. <laughs> here's, here's a great example of, of our business. And it's all about perception. Perception becomes reality, Right. Yep. So you have this opportunity to connect with people when you get them. I don't care if you get them at an open house, door knocking, calling expireds, past clients, they're referring you to someone, or online leads. You have a few seconds to make that impression on them. Yep. And that impression is going to create their perception of you for the rest of the time you're with them. Yep. If you if you get that far. Yep. Some of the time it's just going to cut off. Did you ever have like um... – I'm sure you're human. Did you ever have off days when you're like, dude, I just don't feel like answering the phone and you might have the best lead, but then you mess it up because, because you're just not on your a game. Right. And you're like, fuck, I wish it was tomorrow. I'm hung over today. What the hell? Totally. And I think, you know what? (laughs) It's funny that you say that. I I think we all go through that. We all have this, like the cycle. Sometimes you feel like amazing. And then sometimes you feel like shit. Yeah. It's like, Sometimes you're like, wow, this is an amazing lead. They actually texted back from my auto, from my systems, right. my autoresponders, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we, we want to buy a home over here. And it's just like, ah, it's just, you know what? I'll call them tomorrow. 
So what- uh, it does happen, man. It does, and it's it, that's why and that's why I love the automated systems too. Because if I'm not able to call, or if I just don't feel like it, not that I'm saying you know that's okay. I'm just saying if if that happens, yeah. it shouldn't happen too often. It's human. You're people are human. You know, you're gonna be crabby. You're gonna be stressed sometimes. You're not always gonna be on your A game, but you can't turn off your marketing around the no. uh, when you know your phone's gonna ring. So we don't know when it's gonna happen. We just have to be yeah. ready to react. That's why I also like Riley. I mean, you're familiar with Riley yeah. too. Riley's another option too. So you know, they they do the texting and they're live people. They use your drafts or your um, specific texts, so they're not making them up, but they're actually someone they're pressing them and saying, "Hey, here's the message." That's kind of nice. Um, but yeah, man, I have off days, and I think the important thing is just just to everyone has off days. I think once you realize that you, me, and everyone else is going to have a shit day some days. Yep. You just go and do what you don't want to do, and guess what? You kind of start getting back into it. You're like, oh, shit, I guess it wasn't all that bad. You know what right? the best thing you could do, guys, if you're having an off day is that when that lead calls you, the first thing you say is, like, I'm sorry, I'm fucking hungover. I'm having an off day. And honestly, <laughs> that, is more, that. that is more authentic than anything you could possibly do, and they'll, they're going to get it. Like one of the best text message autoresponders is when you just respond automatically saying, sorry, I'm with my kids right now, even though you're really at the golf course smoking a cigar with your buddies. It doesn't, you know, you're with your kids. Why? That humanizes the brand. They humanize you. Oh, he's his kids. He can't be a blood sucking commission based salesperson. That's what they're going. That's what's going through their heads at that at that point. Um, That's true. Now, the first. So and let me get this right. This is the first form of communication must be the authentic, call it a pattern interrupt, call it something to bring out your authenticity because with the way you're set up, a lot of your initial communication is automated. Like if you're using... Well, yeah, look, for us, it's a little bit different. I think the first message for people that are inquiring, whether it's through Realtor.com, Zillow, a portal, one of those portals, or whether it's Facebook or just one of your websites, you know, Boomtown Commissions, Inc., Lopo, whatever. Um, you've got to really give them what they want first. If they came in looking for a property, they say, hey, when do you want to take a look at it? You don't want to kind of go into a story and show your authenticity at that point. All they want to do at that point is just, they want to use you as a door opener, right? Yeah. So do it. Say, okay, great. How can I help you? Then after you've connected with them and given them what they wanted, at that point is when you start asking questions. It's like, great. And like, now that you've said, right, let's go, we'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. The property's still available. Um, it's all confirmed, ready to go. Now I have a couple of questions for you. And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, ask me. Then you start asking them, so, you know, what's bringing you to the area? You know, why here? Yep. Are schools important to you? Then they start telling you, yeah, we've got kids, and you better be taking notes because, you know, they have a kid and they have a dog. You need to know what the dog's name is. And I have a dog. I have a kid. Yeah. Adapt like a chameleon, peeps. Um, I agree, man. I, I agree. I think so. At the beginning, you've got to give them what they want. And the worst thing you can do as a real estate agent, if you have things automated, whether it's email, text, voicemail, don't do one of these long ass texts that's like a freaking book. Yeah. And nobody wants a book. I just want an answer. I mean, you and I are D's, right? So I don't want, I just want a short sentence saying, sure, I can help you. You don't get it, married on the first date. That's right. It's not a one night stand. It's not it's a one night stand. stand. There you go. There you go. There you go. Let me uh, ask you this. Um, 
let's talk about different lead sources. So let's start with the uh, paid internet lead sources in terms of the Zillows, the Trulias, the Realtors, the Homes.coms, uh, search engine portal, ZBuyer. Um, yeah. Do you you're using all of them, right? Like you pretty I much was, you have which which are Zillow. yeah which is good, which is not. What should people do? You see a so, preference? Um, good question, man. Up until about November of last year. I was using Realtor.com and Zillow, and I was spending a combined forty thousand a month. Whoa! A month between both of them. Yeah. So, and I was doing that for a few years, so not just like a few months. Big money. Now the was great. What's your so average was, sales price up in LA, you asshole? All right. So last, <laughs> <laughs> last year, the average, my average sales price was six hundred and sixty-seven thousand. That's amazing. Yeah. Good for you. All right, sorry to cut you off. I was just curious. No, about no that. problem. And so that's a great question you asked because people say, well, you're spending so much, but my area also, you know, it gives yeah. a lot more on commission. So it's different. If there's now, an ROI, there's not a cost, yeah. right? Who cares? I don't care what the cost exactly. as long as I'm making money off of it. That's it, man. Yeah. And that's it. And that's what we realized early on. It's like if we want to make uh, a certain amount of money, we've got to put out a certain amount of money too. So. We figured that Realtor.com was doing really well for us in the median price ranges in our area, and Zillow was doing really well in the luxury areas. Uh, now, it probably changes all throughout the map in the United States, but for our area in LA and Ventura County, that's how it worked. Uh, what happened is that I started testing out Facebook lead ads, yeah. and I was like, 83 cents a lead? I was like, versus $100 a lead? I was like, okay, you know, there's a, we've got to make Facebook lead ads work because it's going to save me thousands of dollars. Uh, more like, yeah, like uh, probably $36,000 a month. Exactly. <laughs> so November, I just went cold turkey and I said, you know what? It's done. Let's just, we're, we're done. We're done with Realtor.com. We're done with Zillow. And that was super frightening for me. Sure. Now, was uh, that, was a lot of your, what percentage of the of your business you think closed business actually came from those sources? Sixty six percent. Wow. Okay. It was pretty. Bad. You yeah. got your numbers down tight. Yeah, man. Because we really needed to know if it was gonna, you know, if we were gonna jump. We needed to know what percentage that was, and we needed to know if we could actually supplement it with Facebook lead ads and Google PPC. So Google PPC, we still do. We we run it through um, Ylopo, mm -hmm. and Facebook lead ads, we run it through Ylopo as well. Um, but so far they've been, Facebook lead ads have been good. It's just a lot of the times they need a lot more nurturing. The realtor.com leads and the Zillow leads, I think are still the best. They're the best. The portal, those are the two portal leads that are the best. Yep. People come in and they're just hand raisers. They're like, yeah, I want to see this home. Can you yep. go show it? They're in the market. They're not on Zillow unless you're in the market. Um, exactly. You know, the one interesting thing with Zillow I've seen too is like the average, um, buyers, like what, six to nine months out. So even though they're looking and if they're not ready yet, they're still a real client I've seen. You know what I mean? They're going to get yeah. something. And that's where this follow-up, um, we'll get to your follow-up systems um, in a little bit. Now, yeah. are you have you moved all towards Facebook in terms of your internet lead ads and pay-per-click then now? I have. That's it. That's all I'm running towards. Uh, and obviously the other, what was it, 66% is online last year. And the rest of the percentage, because I'm crap at math, whatever that is, is uh, past clients is mixed between past clients and open houses. Okay. Um, very interesting. 
Um, and guys, give you the stats. Tristan is running. You know, traditionally it's seventy percent referral, repeat clients, and you're doing the opposite. You're getting business from the online world where most people struggle from. So there's a lot of good stuff. Um, take these notes, folks. So back to Facebook. Uh, very question that comes up all the time. How do you get seller leads versus buyer leads? Well, this is what I say to every person that asks that. Every buyer that comes through either has to buy without selling or has to buy with selling. Yep. So it comes down to the scripts and the dialogue you're using. Because think about it, if you're a seller, you know, you, you live in Chicago, I live in LA, if I wanna move somewhere, I'm gonna go online on realtor.com or Zillow or Redfin and I'm gonna be like, well, let's see what home prices are in DC. I wanna see DC. Oh, wow, DC looks pretty good. And you start looking at homes. Can I afford to move there, right? So you've gotta think, you know, how do you get seller leads? Well, a lot of these buyers are sellers. You just have to ask the right questions. So then if you're asking the right questions, you're also gonna come up with ads on Facebook that are move up ads. So if you know people are moving from, like we know people, you know, I don't, I've never told this to anyone, but we know people from Toronto are moving to Malibu, Santa Monica, right? That's like the big, one of the biggest things we do. We do a lot of ads in Toronto because we get a lot of buyers from there. Interesting. So Relo now and, and relocation um, clients are the easiest to typically pick off because they don't have, you know, if, if 60, 60, 70 percent of business is referral repeat clients, you got to take that into consideration of your marketing efforts, folks. So I'm curious to know um, what percentage it sounds like you got your percentages down on your online leads. How many of them are relos? Do you know that you have that number? Because um, it's I'm, every time I get an online lead, it's they're either an introvert and they have no friends, so they have no network. I'm that serious. I analyze all this stuff. Um, I don't have stats like you, but I, I just track this. They're an old person, all right, and they're just like senile or a little crazy. Nice people. I'm not, you know, I'm just being honest. Um, or they're relos. So we do notice this. Good point. We noticed that the, the higher price points, you're looking at Malibu, Beverly Hills, Bel Air, Venice, some parts of Calabasas, you're looking at a lot of those people being out of the area. So people that don't even live here. Got it. Um, we're looking at a lot of people from Canada, uh, up uh, north in California, so Sacramento, San Jose, San Francisco. Canadians are moving in, huh? Dude, I know. I thought it was so supposed I'm... to be an opposite migration this year. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened? Canada's beautiful. <laughs> uh, but we're getting people from all over the place, except for people that are local. We hardly get anybody ever say, hey, you know what? I want to sell my house in Malibu, and I visited your website. Yep. Uh, no, it's, it just doesn't happen. Or somebody saying, hey, I live in Malibu, and I want to buy in Malibu. Now, they usually have someone that they've connected with that they know locally. And then they go with them. So super interesting. So you're, so Facebook ads. You know, you're creating the image. You're creating the content. Um, <clears throat> you are um, adapting your tonality in the ad to speak the language of a relo person. Yeah, and that's it's resonant. It's like you know, like, imagine folks. You're scrolling through your Facebook, right? Do you ever like see an ad that says like? Oh my God, this person must have been reading my freaking mind. 
right? Exactly. And it's like when I tell women this all the time, we're doing presentations, like when we're trying to explain what retargeting is. It's like, do you remember on Nordstrom's when you just went and clicked on those freaking big ass black shoes that you thought those pumps you call them, whatever the hell they call them, and you, then all of a sudden that those shoes were following you all over online? It's because you're being retargeted, you know. So she's like, they're always like, oh, that makes sense. So you're actually that's that's very very smart, very very sharp. I like it. Um, very interesting. Now let's talk about uh, lead ads because um, I think the landing page, at least in real estate, is dead in Facebook. Uh, it's really hard to drive an uh, opt-in or a lead to a straight landing page now. Um, pro- there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, yeah. But, I think Facebook's made it a lot easier. They yeah. want to just fit. Uh, in essence, it comes down to I don't want to leave Facebook. If you're leading me outside of Facebook, it's going to be tough for me to go back and visit your site or – Sure. Or uh, fill out all that information if I have to manually, right? Yeah. When I don't have to. That's what it comes down to. So the lead ads, look, dude, lead ads is the way to go. Who knows for how long? I mean, you're seeing a lot of agents get into it. Um, a lot of big companies are finally jumping in on it. Um, so I don't got, know. We got about three to four months left. <laughs> Typically, is so. what happens. At first, I thought we had until the end of the year. Yeah. But, you know, people are adapting pretty quick, so... Yeah. I think we've only got a few months left. Now you're seeing, if you're running lead ads out there, you're seeing that those same ads you were running in January aren't bringing you in 100 leads in a day anymore. Yep, They're bringing you three. Remember, so this happened with CMA ads too. Remember Facebook last two years ago now? Um, well, it wasn't even last year. It was almost like two years ago now. You used to literally just be able to run a CMA ad. What's your house worth? To a cold market, to a cold audience you never met before, not retargeted at all. This is before people ever talked about retargeting, at least in real estate. But just straight CMA, and you'd be like, oh, great, freaking lead. How'd that happen? So easy, right? <laughs> but you can't do that anymore. It's just, and yeah. that's that's one of the things. All this marketing stuff is always changing. That's why you guys want to be in a group like uh, Lab Coats, because there's a lot of content like this and what works, what doesn't. Um, and that's what marketing is. This is always going to be changing. Yeah, um, right now we're testing out. One of our admins, Jason Walters, is testing out a bot on Facebook. He's run out like hundreds of different scenarios, verbiage, mm-hmm. so that when you ask a question, he has already had a pre-made response. And what happens is, since he's built it out already, a chatbot, what happens is Facebook is sending it out to, to certain areas automatically. So it's kind of promoting him for free. So now he's seeing people ask his bot certain questions about real estate. He hasn't gotten a lead for it in a week, but... The, the fact is people are actually filling it out and fooling around with it. It's kind of cool. It's interesting. Are you retargeting the engagement on the lead ads? We are. Okay. We are That's retargeting. Awesome. We're also retargeting our database. Yeah. So a lot of our database, you know, That's kind of stuff. That's the best baseball. one. Yeah. yeah. Just your email, email list? <laughs> uh, email and also retargeting them on Facebook. So we've uploaded all of the information that we have, whether it's cell phones or email addresses. Yep. And then we retargeted them that way. Love that. Um, let's talk about the response now. Um, so you're on Facebook. Um, Facebook's the way, guys. Are you doing video ads? Or are you doing text-based image? Text-based image only. We've tried some video ads. I didn't um, have as good a response on a video. I think on a retargeted potentially. Um, it seems yeah. like because 80% of the sounds non on Facebook, it's like 80%, no sound. So. If it's a yeah. talking head video, they're like, ah, scroll. I think I think it might change, though, in the next year to two years. We might start seeing that shift would, because we tested that. out lead ads a year ago when they first came out, like a year and a half ago, and it was crap. Yep. Lead ads sucked. 
And then, so we didn't touch it for a year. And then all of a sudden it blew up. So I'm thinking the same thing. Um, videos, I think uh, we'll start seeing them a lot. You know what's going to happen? Here's what's going to happen. When, when there's an app or when Facebook simplifies the video and adding the subtitles automatically and capturing what we say, that's when it's going to change. Because for now, I, I don't have the time to go and freaking make a note and then add it into the whole Facebook yep. uh, video. It's like, I'm not going to do that. So let's talk about the response, all right? Got a couple things. Get a lead. Now, um, if you're following the Agent Legend system, love it. It was like 3, 5, and 11 or whatever the timing he has between the um, voicemail text. So you take on the, the three-prong approach. But what is – first off, let's talk about speed to the lead. Um, so it really depends on where you're getting the lead from. If you're getting it from a portal, you know, Realtor.com, Zillow, Trulia, those, it's speed to lead, super fast. Yep. If you can get on the phone in a second, do it. Why? Because they're selling their leads to other agents. And chances are they didn't just click on one property. They clicked on one, two, three, four. Exactly. And not all of those leads are going to belong to you. So they're going to be getting calls from, let's say, minimum five agents. Okay. And you want to be that first one, and you want to hold on to that phone call and talk to them as much as possible so that the rest of the agents calling don't come through. Interesting. <laughs> They get, so remember yeah, that. they get the funky um, button. I'm on the other line. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there is a button there, right somewhere yeah. on here. Yeah. <laughs> so then when you have online leads like Facebook, Google, PPC, those, then you can take a little bit a little bit more time. It doesn't have to be a second or a minute. It can be even a five minutes or so. Okay. So this is how this is how we run it. Uh, as soon as a lead comes through, and it's usually Facebook or Google. Oh, we call them immediately. We call them one time. If they don't pick up, we wait 10 seconds, and then we call them back again. You know, sometimes people don't pick up the first call, but they'll wonder why you're calling them back so quickly again, right? Oh, who is this? Is it an emergency? Do I know this person, right? Right. That's so that's point. what we do. And this is manual or is this automation? That part is manual because we have an ISA do that. Okay. We have, we have three ISAs, but one of them is in charge of calling every single lead that comes through first. Okay. Then here comes the automated part. They immediately also get a voicemail dropped. And that voicemail goes out immediately. Five minutes later, they get a text. The initial text is, is you know, thanks for visiting our website or thanks for visiting us through Facebook. We just left you a voicemail, right? Yep. Just wanted to see what areas you're looking for specifically so that we can send you homes that are not on the market yet. Something along those lines, right? Or when's a good time to talk to you? That's five minutes. 10 minutes, an email is sent. As we know, sometimes people don't check their voicemail, can't check their phone at work, but they have a computer and they can check their email, right? That's the only reason people check their email. Yep. Yep. Um, then 45 minutes after, we send a nudge text. The nudge text is really, that's been probably our goal right there. And it's, it sounds like this here. It says, please let me know so I know what homes to send your way. That's it. Because yeah, I'm waiting on you. I'm working for you still. Um, are you there? You don't know 45 minutes before if they were picking up their kids, if they were doing something at that time, and they couldn't respond to that text. And chances are when you text them again, they'll be like, oh, fuck, that's right. This guy, I have to respond back, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, and then, it's, just it's normal day to day. Like, you know, like, 
this whole conversion thing is sometimes I feel like we just overcomplicate things more than we really need to and just really just sit down and just think about how we act as consumers, right? We don't have to consider – the process is the same, whether it's a product or service, whatever you're buying. People are um, – we all go through the same stuff. Like we miss that text. You know, we're busy. We're running around. We're doing it. So just think about the habits that people are – are, you know, think about what people are doing when they're inquiring. What would you be doing if you're inquiring and getting information on properties or, or something else? Yeah, think about think about in what mindset you're in when you're going to purchase a product or when you're looking at something. You're usually really emotional about that product then. If you wait fucking 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, you're not going to feel the same way, right? So yep. you've got to capture the people in that moment because this, this even as big as it is, Purchase-wise, it's an emotional decision for the most part. And you've got to capture them at that time that they're still emotional about it. And that's why it goes back to the very beginning when we were talking, when we started, you know, how are you approaching your clients? Are you approaching them like a fucking dead zombie? Yeah. Right? Or are you bringing energy with you? Yeah. Right? Because remember, it's an emotional decision and they want to be, they want to make feel like, hey, I feel good about this and so does the person I'm talking to. Yep. And yeah, let's get into the tonality of this, right? So the the voicemail. So folks, there's no better thing than a phone call, okay? Good old belly-to-belly communication is always going to, it's always going to be like the number one thing because you cannot automate authenticity or personality unless you use agent legend or a call action or something like that. That's about as close as you're going to get to automating authenticity. Yeah. Right? So walk me through that voicemail. It's just like a Hey, what's up? This is Tristan. Uh, sorry, I missed your call, man. I'm out with my kids. I'll call you back in 45 minutes. Cool? All right, bye. Like you're just being you, or is it like, hello, this is Tristan. No, and by I, the way, I've been in the I've been in California for 20 years, and I've sold 476 properties this year. I have a green blazer on, and last year they voted me the number one realtor in all county. Who cares? Man, who the hell cares? <laughs> about that, dude? It, it comes down to you always have to think when you're approaching this or any type of contact with, with a client or with a lead. It's got to be. What are you giving back to them, yeah. right? Why will they be? Why will they return your phone call? Why will they text you back? And it comes down to what are you giving them? So in the phone call, I say, hey, I'd be like, hey, Mike, it's Tristan. You just visited our website here, or just visited our website through Facebook, and I'm calling to see how we can help you out. I want to get a better idea of what cities you're looking in because we come across a lot of homes that sell off market. And I want to be able to offer that to you. So when you have a chance, call me back. Best number is this one, 805-559-3364. Yeah. Have a great day. Yep. That's it. Simple. It has yeah. nothing to do about me, everything to do about how I can help you yeah. with the tools I have. Right. It's like you called me. I'm just returning your call. How can I help you? I don't want to waste your time. So tell me what type of properties you like so I don't send you a bunch of shit that annoys you. Exactly. That's um, it. Okay. Now the tax. Let's think about Yeah, I love uh, text for this. Uh, me too, man. Me too. And I love using emojis. Yes, I was just going to say that. Yep. That, I think those are big. I, I just downloaded um <laughs> hold on. Oh, I got I got to tell you this one because it's really good. It's uh here it is. So, I download a lot of emojis, different stickers because I have an iPhone. Yeah. And there's a there's a whole new thing called Sports Mania. You got to look at it. It's called sport, Sports Mania's Emojis, all right? And so it has baseball, people that are famous in baseball, um, soccer, basketball, 
But it also has wrestling people. So it's got like Hulk Hogan, yeah, The awesome. Rock. And so with a client yesterday, I sent them I sent them Hulk Hogan ripping his shirt off and going, Rah! <laughs> cracking the fuck up. Yeah. They called me right after. He's like, that's the best text I've gotten this whole week. And you made and him laugh. Like, oh. You just built and everything. Like, oh. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, dude, it started the whole conversation. So I think it's really important. It, it brings a part of you out, and it really makes you more human. It humanizes the text. Yep. You know, so what emojis are you using? It's really important. And, like, who doesn't return a text? Like, everyone gets a text, but that's the difference with, you know, um, I don't know how you feel about drip email. I'm not a fan of it anymore. Not in real estate. I am with other industries. I just don't see it. I don't see drip emails being a fan of, of uh, I don't believe people remember who the hell we are after four hours, yet alone four days, four weeks, um, on, a, end of, on the receiving end of a drip email. But we don't all get our emails. Like, BombBomb states the, ash, the national open rate for emails is only 13%. Right. So oh. which is accurate now, if but everybody receives and reads each text, at least as of now. Yeah. Right. For right now. For right now. It, it, I'm sure it'll virtuality messaging will be the next thing. And then who knows? But because and it's also very personable, you know, like if I text you right now, I'm like, hey, and it's, there's no it's all lowercase. So, like, you can't have proper spelling in your text either. I'm, I'm imagining because if you do. That's really not that authentic. Like you have to text how you really text. Yeah, I think so. And if you if you're just kind of texting quickly and then there's errors, that's fine. People understand, right? Yeah. And on top of that, if you're using emojis, right, like a happy face yep. or or a thumbs up or, or whatever you use, you know, people people like those things too. They're like, oh, okay, this person is um, yeah, he's a real he's a real person, especially when you're dealing with. Uh, Generation Y and Generation X, which is millennials, and then I don't know. Gener I'm, I'm Generation X, right? Yeah. I think. What are you, Generation X, Generation Y? I don't know. I'm probably somewhere in the same age you are. Yeah. Uh, so whatever. Text, I texting back and forth. One thing that I read two weeks ago, which was Generation Y sees texting just as good as a phone call for them, so they can go into contract based on the text, just like if it's a phone call for them. And for me, I still prefer a phone call to do that by text than, than to do that by text. But the new generation that we're getting into, which is going to have a bigger buying power, you know, you've got to think about how you're communicating with them. You can also communicate through Facebook Messenger with them, right? Mm -hmm. Facebook Messenger is pretty huge. Yep. So you can't just limit yourself to, to just calls, emails, and um, sometimes texting back and forth. Now, You've got to if if you get a response on a voicemail, text, or an email on one of these autom on one of your automations using uh, Agent Legend, does it um, reroute them into like a new bucket, more or less, so that someone you know if someone responds, they sort of raise in their hand, right? Yeah. If somebody responds, like we had one respond, we had a few respond this morning. Uh, one of them responded says that they're they're a few months out, and so we're messaging back and forth. But at some point, you do want to pick up the phone and, and, and call them yeah. because you don't want to just leave it in text and then that's it. They're not going to remember talking. They're not going to remember texting you. That's right. They won't. They won't. I don't so, remember who I texted yesterday. I don't. We're too much too much texting. But if you pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, what's a good time to call you? Because I'd like to get more information about what you're looking for so I know what to send you. Yeah. And then they'll say, yeah, call me at five. Call me at six. But yeah, you've got to get them on the phone. That's what it comes down to. And then once you get them on the phone, 
you've got to meet with them because chances are they're talking to, they're texting, emailing, and talking to other agents. Yep. But if they meet any of those, even if it's early on and they're, and they're only three, four, five months out, but if you meet them at the beginning, you're going to stick with them in their mind so that when it comes down to it, it's going to be harder for them to say, oh, you know what? Screw Mike Cuevas. I never met the guy, right? Yep. This way, it's like, oh, you know what? I did meet with him. He took the time to explain to me the whole process. I'm going to call him back. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, folks, the point of the – let's do a little uh, – if we were to web. You do marketing to make your phone ring, okay? You do automation to create engagement. You do engagement to create conversations. Create conversations to build trust. The conversations need to lead to an appointment because the full trust isn't built until you're belly to belly with somebody. That's, right. That's it. When somebody is there, like, and here's another thing I would I would say is like I always, I, I like when I meet if I had a new buyer, right? I get to learn their personality right up front. So if someone bros me, what's up, bro? I get a lot of bros because my brand's a dude, so everyone bros me. What's up, bro? I know that I'm gonna ask that person to have drinks with me, right? I'm yeah. like, why don't we do happy hour? Because I just could tell they're more likely to want to have a beer or two, and that's sort of my personality, right? So. Yeah. Um, I'll break bread with them. I'll spend the 40 bucks, 50 bucks, getting dinner, whatever. I'll give them a buyer's consult. They, yes, they might not be ready for six months, and I already know that, but I'm building a pipeline of business. I want to build people that are going to come to me in the future, and if I got someone to call me and I got a conversation with, I'm going to maximize that by investing that time to secure that deal. Right? You got it, dude. So... Um, it is important because that initial call, like what we talked about at the beginning, was you need to determine their personality. Now, at the same time, if I get a doctor type that calls me or a lawyer, they're very punctual. Hello, sir. And when they serve me, I serve them back. Right? I'm no, no more bro. No, I'm not dropping F-bombs in the first 15 minutes. That's right. Uh, 15 seconds. Um, but I would meet that person more appropriately for coffee at, say, Starbucks because I know they're more less likely to be there. So the point is is that, yes, guys, set these appointments as soon as possible. Even on the list end, what, how many things can we help with before people are getting ready to list? We can help with all, absolutely everything. I mean, people, people don't know what they don't know, right? If you come in and you say, hey, look, these are all the things that, that we can do for you, but these are all the things that I can help with. Before you put your home on the market, I don't care if you don't use me. Right. Here's, here are some of the things we can do. Let's pull up a preliminary title report. Well, what the hell is that good for? Well, we can find out if you have any liens on the property that you might not know about, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't cost me anything. Yep. And even just like a lot of sellers, that I, I use a lot of works. Is, uh, like, so what, what's the goal? Why are you selling? You want to get top dollar or you just want to get the hell out of there? And it's, it's one or the other. Nine times out of ten, they're going to say, I want top dollar. Yeah. Um, all right, well, to get top dollar, your, your shit better look awesome by the time we list it. Are you going to plan on doing some improvements? Um, they're like, what do you mean? I'd be like, well, you know, a lot of times, and I go right into story mode. Uh, I always tell stories. I, I only I only speak through stories most of the time. It's the only time they actually comprehend it. So I'll be like, so I'll be like, dude, I'm like, so here, let me give you an example. So I had a friend um, that was buying, that was selling their house. Uh, I met with him eight months prior because what we ended up doing was replacing the granite countertops, putting in the backsplash because I know what people want to buy. It's what I freaking do for a living. So he took my advice, and what was the outcome was that we sold his house for thirty grand more. Now it cost him ten grand to make another twenty equals thirty. If that's what you want to do, you need to start meeting with us now. Right? Very true. Well, I have a question, Mike, dude, and, and this is a little bit off topic, but sure. it's with the stories that you said. Why do you think? 
And this is me asking seriously. Yeah. Why do you think uh, we're we're so wired to pay more attention to stories? That's so funny. I just read I read a book just called Wired for Story, um, because uh, it's just how we've communicated since the hieroglyphic times. All right. So think about stories is how our history was written. Our our entire concept is a story. The Bible's a story. Everything in life is a story. Everything that we've ever done is nothing more than based on stories. Experiences are nothing more than stories combined to create knowledge, right? We learn from our past or the mistakes. So people yeah. comprehend stories better because they could picture themselves in it. Same way as reading a book. If you watch a movie between reading a book, there's two totally different things going on. Watching a movie, I get what they want to see, but... When, remember the choose your own adventures when you were a kid? Oh, dude, I love so those. Those were like, because we created our own ending and we could visualize. We couldn't quite picture the color of the wall in that room, but we had, was it blink? Was it blue? And our minds expand on the story. So we, we envision and picture ourselves better with stories. I always do everything in stories, even when speaking, just because that's how agents understand uh, better versus me teaching someone. I try to relate into a story as much as possible. Well, ever since I, ever since we started uh, Lab Codes, I've been shifting a little bit more to stories because it's it's me usually. I, I never really told stories, and people sure. engage a lot more. Yeah. So I'm shifting. I'm shifting yeah. a little more. Start doing in the in the conversion, and uh, I mean, you do you do enough? Bit you have stories every single. You have a story on everything. I'm sure. I've been doing this for how yeah. many years? You know. We're, yeah, 14 years, and we do have stories. So I'm starting to to incorporate that more into our business. And um, people seem to be more engaged, and I like that. So start, yeah, story. Yeah. It makes you, it makes you more genuine, and it connects you more with people. It does, and it allows you to sell without having to sell it. Like you're not saying this is why you should do it. You're like, all right, this person did this, and this is their result. So you're telling them yeah. why without having to say this is what you need to do. And if you don't listen to me, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty much what a lot of real estate agents do. Pretty much, yes, yes. So, dude, this has been awesome. Um, do you have any closing thoughts you want to add? We're hitting right about that half hour mark, a little bit over, so we're running a little bit over, but no worries. This is well, very, very good uh, show. Any yeah, closing think, uh, thoughts, and then uh, we could get this. I want to end it up. with this. Sure. I want to end it with people are always saying, hey, you know what? This is just too many, too many touches, too many touches in your system, right? But – I mean, would you rather have too many touches or just not enough and not connect and convert? Sure. Because the point of everything is to be able to get them on the phone. That's it. Yep. You can easily say, if somebody says, oh, what the hell? Why are you texting me so much or calling me so much? Say, look, I'm so sorry about it. I just wanted to make sure that I, I did connect with you because I do want to help you. Yeah. It's easier to apologize. Oh, let me do a story right there. Dude, why, are you why are you calling me so much? Right? Um, yeah. Well... The reason why I know it probably could be annoying, but the last time I had a guy that I didn't call and he ended up buying a house that was twenty grand overpriced when I had the same listing next door coming on next week for seventy grand less. And if I would have called, he would have got he would have that's a forty thousand dollars spread right there. So that's why Dude. I call. That's right. That's what it comes down to. And then the stories. So and the guy's like, Oh shit, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate Dude, this is great. Why don't you Folks, if you guys are not part of Lab Coat Agents, uh, join the group. It is the largest real estate agent group in the country, and there's a lot of good conversation. It's just good. It's nice to know what the hell's going on in different markets across the country, too. And um, this isn't a, a this isn't a stress free job. So <laughs> I think you could, you could vent there too if you like, as long as it's within reason, right? Yeah, that's right. 
Thank you so much, Tristan. I appreciate your time, appreciate your energy, and uh, your insight on this. This is going to really help for our users. Thank you very much, folks, for tuning in on another week of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Tune in next week. We're going to be talking about some advanced Facebook ad stuff, and uh, we will go from there. You know where to find us, realestatemarketingdude.com. Sign up for our next 30-day boot camp, and check a tractor out. Peace. Bye-bye.